What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name's Kyle. It is Sunday evening, afternoon, uh, Sunday, February 4th here. We're going to be going over the kind of the consensus dynasty rookie rankings, the top 12. Uh, we're going to look at the consensus that I found here on Mock Draft Database, and then I'm going to kind of show you guys what I've got for a top 12 so far. Uh, it's February. It's very early in the process. I feel pretty good about like my knowledge of like the top 12 or 15 players or so, um, but the, the rest of what I've got going on, basically February, I'm going to be looking at, um, you know, refining my rankings and, and really getting into the depth of the players ranked kind of 15 through 30. So we'll get more depth as the season goes along, uh, but I feel good enough to share my top 12 or so. Uh, but with that being said, let's hop into a screen share. And uh, if you guys haven't used Mock Draft Database, it's, it's a really nice site. They have a lot of information on here. You can look at their mock drafts, their big boards. And what they do is they take a consensus of a bunch of websites of mock drafts and rankings and things like that. And I kind of use it as like just like an aggregate ranking system. But uh, I wanted to look at their top 12 or so for, you know, basically one QB and, and super flex rankings. Now uh, their dynasty fantasy rookie rankings, they don't really have quarterbacks that high, but we can kind of get an idea of where the top 12 players are going to be. So uh, with that being said, the first player on the board here is Marvin Harrison Jr. He was the thumbnail guy uh, in today's video here. And I can't, I can't argue with this. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, is going to be an elite uh, rookie almost right away. Uh, it really depends on his landing spot right now. It's looking like he's going to be an Arizona Cardinal. And I think that's a really good fit. There's Marquise Brown's there, but I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to step right into uh, a wide receiver one role with Kyler Murray if that does happen to be his landing spot. So I love Marvin Harrison Jr. I think even in Superflex, you know, you could take Marvin Harrison Jr. number one, uh, but for one QB, I do believe he is the 101. Uh, and then not close. Like, he's not that far behind, but it's Malik Neighbors. Uh, and I do have some some numbers here that uh, I'll eventually share in a video and on my Patreon. And by the way, uh, if you guys want to get access to my rankings, I started a Patreon. I've only got a few posts on here, but we're going to continue to add through it uh, during NFL draft season and, you know, into the summer with projections and data and things like that. So if you guys want to check it out, uh, I do have a Patreon link in the description, but um, Malik neighbors is really good. If you watch his tape, he's got elements of Jamar chase to him. Uh, if I look into some of my numbers here, let me just show you guys. He, uh, and I'm, I'm kind of, again, just going through, I have the top 10 receivers charted here for a lot of these stats, but uh, in terms of 2023 PFF grade, Malik neighbors was the number one wide receiver. Harrison was number two. And the thing that I find interesting about Malik neighbors is he is, by far and away, like the, the truest slot player uh, in the top 10 or so receivers and, and by a wide margin. So he's very good uh, in the slot. He can play out wide as well. Uh, he's got a really good contested catch rate of about 45% and his yards per route run was, was pretty good as well. You can see he's the best in this class so far at 3.64 uh, yards per run. The drop percentage is whatever, uh, and he's also very, very good against man coverage. He was last year's best player against man coverage in this data sample. So I love Malik Neighbors. If you wanted to take Malik Neighbors over a quarterback, I'm fine with it. I think he's my number two player uh, in one QB leagues. Next is Rome Odunze the receiver out of Washington. And I like him. He's a really well-rounded player. Uh, I really don't have any, he doesn't really have any amazing strengths and doesn't have any amazing weaknesses either. So I think he's just a really solid player. And I think the most popular mocking spot I've seen is probably the Chicago bears at number nine. So he's a fringe top 10 pick right now, and he can be the one Oh three in a standard one QB league. And then uh, th there's a drop-off in wide receivers after these top three guys. Uh, there's really no running backs yet, but they do have Brock Bowers here listed as the number four player available, the tight end from Georgia. And he's like kind of by himself in terms of tight end tiers. There's really no other tight end that comes close to him. He's 
basically a fringe top 10 pick right now in most mock drafts that I've seen. And uh, really depends on his landing spot. I've seen him go as high as the Chargers at five, which would be kind of fun. So we'll see about his landing spot. But I think Brock Bowers is probably a top five pick in one QB leagues, maybe a little bit lower in super flex leagues. And then we're going to get to Blake Corum here, who they have as their number one running back. And then they have Trey Benson here. So five and six, you have two running backs. Corum, I personally don't really like Blake Corum. I don't have him in my top 12 rankings uh a lot of his metrics concern me and i can get into a video in this on, on in deeper detail uh but what really concerns me is that he doesn't pop in any of these metrics so missed tackles forced and this is a bunch of players that are in the nfl process here for running back and he ranks dead last in missed tackles forced avoided tackles he ranks dead last again by a wide margin you can see will shipley at 16 percent for both of these metrics and Blake Corum's a good 5% lower in terms of breakaway uh, percentages here. He does rank second last elusive rating. He's not an elusive player. He's like by far and away the least elusive running back in this list. And there's, there's even more things. He's not explosive. He's okay as a pass blocker. Okay. As a route runner. So maybe he carves a, a, a you know, a rollout as a receiving back someday, but I really didn't like, a lot of these metrics here. So I'm concerned on Blake Corum uh, a lot. So I think he shouldn't be a top five pick, but they have him here as their top running back. Trey Benson here is their number two running back. I haven't done a, a, a super amount of research on Trey Benson yet, but I do have him as my number two running back. I feel pretty good about him there. He does pop in a lot of the metrics. So like the opposite of Blake Corum, you can see missed tackles force. You have Trey Benson kind of middle of the road here, 28%, 28%, but he's got really good breakaway numbers here. He was the number two best breakaway player. His elusive rating is pretty solid as well. Kind of average actually, when you look at it in this way, uh, but he does a lot of things really well. Doesn't have any too, too many glaring weaknesses. So I like him a lot. Uh, but if we move on to the next group of players, and this is where this is like the kind of the tier that I've really been looking at the last few days, this group of receivers and running backs. Keon Coleman, I, I like him, uh, but I, I wonder a little bit about um, him primarily being an outside receiver in the mold of like a DJ Chark player, a big body styled outside receiver. I don't know if he can do a, a full route tree, things like that. I think he's more of a second round pick than a true elite number one. You know, he, he might be. You know, his ceiling might be something that of like a like a T Higgins, uh, you know, just a big body outside receiver. I don't know if he can command uh, a lot of targets in, in man coverage and things like that. So we'll see on Keon Coleman. They do have him seventh. I think it's a little too high. Jonathan Brooks, though, number eight. You'll see in my rankings, he's my number one running back. I like Jonathan Brooks. When we go back to these metrics here that I was talking about, he pops in nearly all of them. He was the number three back here in terms of missed force tackles, number three in avoided tackles. His breakaway percentage is solid at 43%. Um, and the thing that I liked quite a bit about him is his elusive rating. You know, 140.3 is a pretty high rating. If we keep going down the line here, he's towards the pot, like the top in all of these. And he's got a really good pass block grade, one of the best really good route grade, really good running grades. He is, you know, he, he's, he's as solid as they come. And I think he's the clear running back one in this class for me at this stage of the process. So I, I like Jonathan Brooks quite a bit. Uh, the receiver that I like towards this end is Brian Thomas. He's a big body receiver. I believe he led the NCAA in receiving touchdowns last year with 17. He's a fun, he's a really fun player. Imagine like someone like AJ Brown, just three, four inches taller than AJ Brown. That's what he can do. I like Brian Thomas quite a bit. He's going to be higher than ninth in my rankings. And then Audric Estime, Estime, I don't know how to say it out of Notre Dame, but uh, I like him quite a bit. He does pop in a lot of the metrics that we looked at as well. He's going to be a fringe top, you know, first round pick for me. And I, I don't think he's going to be higher than uh, Jonathan Brooks or Trey Benson, but he's kind of coming in at number three, number four in that range for my running back rankings. And then Marquise 
Irving. He's a fun player, but he's one of the smallest backs in this draft class. So if a team needs, you know, a scat back with some speed, I think Marquise Irving can be their guy. And then Troy Franklin, he is a really fun receiver as well. He's super fast, a little bit thin. But, man, if you put him in the right offense and give him a, a quarterback that can throw the ball deep, I, I think Troy Franklin's got himself a really nice ceiling. Uh, he kind of plays like a Jameson Williams. So he's kind of like a Ferrari-type player that could be really good in the right system. And then uh, just to shout out a couple other names, they have Will Shipley too high at 13. I like Braylon Allen. I like Marshawn Lloyd. And then keep an, keep an eye on Lad McConkey, the receiver out of Georgia. He didn't really get a lot of work in the Georgia system, but he's a fun player. So that's the consensus, you know, roughly top 12, 15 players that most people are looking at right now in dynasty rankings. And then we're going to go to look at mine real quick. And again, I mentioned my Patreon is live right now. If you guys want to check that out, please do. Uh, I have dynasty, like regular dynasty rankings, and then I have rookie rankings posted right now. And I'm going to continue to add things and I'm going to, I'm going to probably add some more of these data studies here. So if you're interested in that, please check out the Patreon. But let's go to my rookie rankings here where I have um, I don't have the full rankings listed for free, but you can check out my top 12 and uh, let's pull that up here. So in a one QB format, I'm ranking Marvin Harrison Jr. as my number one player. You have Malik Neighbors at number two, Rome Odunze number three and Brock Bowers coming in at number four. Now, if you notice, we didn't really talk about quarterbacks at all with the consensus rankings from mock draft database, but I do have Caleb Williams as my QB one coming in at number five. I think if you have a top five pick, he's worth taking. You know, if you have a plethora of receivers that you don't, you know, you, you feel good about and you don't really need Odunze, please do it. Um, I, I think I'm taking Marvin Harrison and Malik Neighbors over Caleb Williams for sure. But it really comes into question. I mean, I think Caleb Williams can go as high as three or four in a one QB league if you really need a starting quarterback. Um, and then Brock Bowers, man, I, I I tend to not really love taking tight end that high in, in fantasy drafts. I mean, if you had Sam Laporta last year, you know what I'm talking about. He was a fun second round dynasty pick, but Brock Bowers is the real deal. Uh, I think the combine is going to be really good for him to kind of show what he can do. So Brock Bowers, if you need a, a tight end, I think top five is probably where he goes. And then again, Caleb Williams, assuming he's a Chicago bear, I think I'm going to like the surroundings that he has. DJ Moore's really good. You have Cole Komet there at tight end and, and everyone's been kind of mocking him a receiver with that ninth overall pick. So it might be a really good situation for Caleb Williams right away. And then you can see I have running backs ranked sixth and seventh. Now the running backs, there's, there's not going to be any first round running backs in the NFL draft this year. There's going to be a handful of seconds and a lot of third round running backs though. And again, I mentioned Jonathan Brooks just kind of being really good at almost every metric that I care about. I think he's going to be the guy uh, that I think uh, gets boosted up, especially if he gets to a good landing spot. I think he's going to be the running back one. Trey Benson, not too far behind him in, in my rankings here, but I think just, I just profiling Jonathan Brooks and looking at these metrics, I think he's going to pop a little bit more. Um, so both those guys worthy of a mid first round pick in my eyes, pending landing spot for sure. And then I got Brian Thomas and Troy Franklin ranked here at eighth and ninth, the receiver out of LSU, his landing spot. Both these guys are really you know, what separates them from Marvin Malik and Romo Dunze is I feel really good about those guys being good pro receivers, almost don't even care where they land. They're going to be good players. I think Brian Thomas and Franklin, those guys need the right landing spot to really unlock their true potential. So, you know, pending where they go, I think they, they, they kind of feel like both top 10 picks at this point. And then in a one QB league, I still ranked Drake May and Jaden Daniels uh, 10th and 11th because they're going to go second and third overall. That's kind of the consensus right now, whether whether it is the commanders and Patriots. I, I still think both quarterbacks are really solid. Um, and, and Drake May's got the prototypical big size and frame that you like. You know, everyone kind of comps him to Justin Herbert, which I think is fair. 
And then Jaden Daniels has that elite rushing upside. I mean, he was just so good last year at LSU running the ball. Uh, he can do Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, Kyler Murray things, and he could actually be one of the best fantasy QBs in this draft. If you wanted to wait for Jaden Daniels, you know, rushing points, he's got that on May. He's got that on Caleb Williams. He's going to be a dynamite rusher of the football at this level. And then at number 12, I have Braylon Allen. I really like him. Uh, he's a, he's one of the biggest backs in this draft here, but man, if he gets to the right spot, you put him, you know, you put him somewhere fun where he can, you know, get 250, 300 carries right away. I think he's going to be a bruiser and, and don't sleep on Braylon Allen. So I like him quite a bit. And that's my top 12, one QB leagues in Superflex, I just boost the quarterbacks up a little bit. I got Caleb Williams uh, up here at number two. You could take Malik neighbors over him again. If he goes to the chargers, I think I'm going to be really, really you know, questioning if do I put Malik Neighbors number two in a super flex ranking, but I don't know. Just if you look at the the number one overall pick for QBs the last few years, it's it's not always dynamite. You know, Joe Burrow's been solid. Kyler Murray's been good when he's been healthy. Not sure on Trevor Lawrence still, but you know, if you wanted to take Marvin Harrison Jr. over Caleb, I think I'm going to do it. And then Malik Neighbors, man, really, if, if he goes to if he goes to the Chargers, I might be all in on Cal uh, Malik Neighbors over Caleb Williams. But for sure, Caleb Williams is, you know, he, you could take him number one if you need a QB in Superflex leagues. But I think taking Marvin, Marvin Harrison Jr. is where I'm at. And then I got Drake May and Jane Daniels here at four and five. Um, again, just this, the need of Superflex. If these guys can be your number two quarterback at some point in their rookie season, and they're probably going to be your number one, number two QB going into their sophomore year, I think their upsides are both pretty high. And then no other quarterbacks in my top 12 here. I think Bo Nix, you know, I don't know if he's a first round pick. I don't know if he's going to be starting year one. He's going to probably need some patience wherever he goes in the late first, early second. And then same thing with Michael Penix Jr. I don't know if anyone's going to go into the draft and spend a top 20 pick on him. Uh, he's got a really frail frame. He's had a couple of injuries to his knees and his shoulders. So we have to kind of watch that medical stuff with, with Penix. But for now, I have three QBs in my top five for Superflex Leagues. And that's just kind of where I'm at. There's more info on this if you guys want to check out this article. I'll probably post it in the link below. But uh, I have some research showing just how many QBs and you know the, the positions, how many times they've been drafted in the last handful of years. You also have where they're being drafted. You know, 3.38 QBs go in the first round. Uh, so a lot of fun stuff to look at here. And then these are just the consensus uh, kind of rankings right now. So if you guys want to check that out, please do. I'll link it uh, in, I'll put a comment in the, in the bottom here for you guys, but that's kind of where I'm at. And again, it's February 4th. I'm really early here. Uh, and I just kind of wanted to share my thought process on the top 12 prospects or so. And, and again, my, my February month is really going to be spent looking at these guys kind of ranked 15th through 30th and really just getting as much information as I can down on them. And I do plan, I think March 1st, I'm going to go ahead and put out uh, another update uh, to my dynasty rankings, maybe before then, but I, I'm thinking I want to take the month of February and, and really kind of dive deep and see what we got going on here. So there you go. Thanks for hanging out with me. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe. If you guys are new, check out the Patreon and uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>